You're listening to the Water Into Wine podcast, hosted by Grace Valentine and Ketley Valcourt. Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of the Water Into Wine podcast. I'm your co-host, Grace Valentine, and the other co-host is... Petley. I feel like I've sung almost all of it. I know, it's like a half, it's 50-50. Okay, so today we want to talk about, it's graduation season, stress season, and I know it's easy to get overwhelmed right now. And so whether you're in high school, whether you're in college, whether you're just getting ready for summer internships, or you're throwing that cap in the air, and it's time to walk away from the quote-unquote best years of your life. We want to talk about what we wish we knew come high school graduation, college graduation, and just changing seasons and hard okay, seasons. Okay, before we go into that, Grace, you just said best years of your life. Do you really believe your college years were the best years? Do I really believe that college is the best years of my life? No. You don't. I don't. I don't. I think it depends on your person. I know some people do kind of peak in college, and peaking in college isn't a bad thing, but I do think community is a lot harder to create post-grad. Like, in college, you're surrounded by a lot of young people, and once you graduate, you have to. I will say, I do believe college is way better than high school oh so for any high school grads listening to this like i don't have expectations that's going to be amazing um but at the same time the best is always yet to come whether you graduate that oh yeah i feel like your college years is definitely where you find like your bridesmaids your longtime friends your husband like that whole thing um but to think of it as the best years it's like come on like you still have your 30s to get through like i've been hearing a lot more now that your 30s are actually where you're at because you're a lot more financially stable. You're a lot more sure of yourself and all of that. So, um, And even if you're not fully financially stable, as a girl who's trying to do this self-employed life, I have three jobs, you know, at the end of the day, it's I'm way more financially stable than I was in college when I was babysitting, finessing, saving up the whole summer. And so you're not exactly where you want to be in your post-grad, but it's cool to watch yourself take the slow steps to get there. If you know oh, yeah, definitely. So we took to Instagram and we asked you guys what some things you wish you knew in college um, my girl Emmy, we love. We actually were just out of her bridal shower, and mm-hmm. she was the first to answer. And I really love this one. Your major is not the biggest decision in the world. And oh, that's I think so true. It's such a massive like. I mean, you meet someone in college. What's your major? It's like the first question you get. It's defining of your personality. And same with high schoolers listening to us now, being like, "What high? What should I major in?" At the end of the day, if you don't know, just do something broad. Oh, yeah. And 100%, it's not, there's no shame in being undecided. I feel like that makes, that makes the most sense in the world is just to go in and say, I don't know what I want to do yet. I want to figure it out. Because once you figure it out, you're that much more assured in yourself. Oh, totally. And I and if there's one thing I wish I knew, especially thinking about like major in school and everything, it's that your grades, especially, well, one, going into college, are not going to be what you thought they were. And then when you graduate, Unless you're going to med school, whatever, (laughs) no one cares. Keep your scholarship. I know parents are going to be mad that I'm saying that. But honestly, at the end of the day, don't miss out if you're not going to do grad school or medical school. Yes, work hard, study hard. But there's so much more you can learn in college that comes from talking to your professors than just, like, preparing for the test. Like, look for wisdom, not just answers to tests. Oh, definitely. And someone actually just uh, said that. Your professors are as friendly as you are to them. Don't be scared to ask for help. I mean – I have professors uh, from my undergrad who I still email, and I'm like, can you send me those slides of that one lesson you did? It was so good, and I use them in my classes till this day. Like, they are so sweet. They're so excited to that 
that you see them as a friend much more than just a professor. So definitely reach out. And I will say, add them on Facebook just because oh, it makes their day. And they're and like, it's so sweet you. to see them, their real lives. And they're like, when I bought a house, they're like, we're so proud of you, Grace. We're so proud of you. We knew you go far. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's Dr. B. So sweet. Um, and I think another one someone said, um, it's okay to be single. If you don't have the ring by spring, you still had a good experience, which. Oh my gosh. And I've been yes. single now four years post grad. And it has been great. And I will say, we've talked about this before. If you're not single, that doesn't mean you can't do great things. There are some people who get to have that experience with a husband or with the person they're going to marry in this new season. But if not, it is so freeing to be like, I can move wherever, that there are no strings attached. God is always at work and you never know what's the best is always yet to come. Oh, 100%. And you have to not, in post-grad especially, it's hard because in a timeline like college, most people are single. Even if they do have someone they're not married, literally. Right. But in college, it's weird because, I mean, not college post-grad, because you're going to some friends' bridal showers. Some friends are still getting drunk throwing up. Some friends are buying houses. Some friends are paying over expensive rent. Some par- friends are living with their parents. Some are having babies. You know? They're all over the place. It's easy to be like, am I doing the right thing? And I think it's so important, like, instead of feeling pressure about what to do, press on. You know? Right. Don't feel pressure about the people next to you, what they're doing. Look forward and press on to the race that God has for you because you're going to miss out on God's best if you're too busy looking to the left and to right at what Brittany's doing, how this girl's post-grad was and stuff like that. Because I think it's so easy in those like four years is to like itemize like every single accomplishment you've gotten and like you're, you are running your race like shoulder to shoulder with people in your major and who you're rooming with. Like every time you're going to hear someone who has a promotion, someone who got the proposal, like you're literally doing life with people who are making huge life accomplishments it's hard to focus on your own race but it's so important because trust me once you walk across that stage you'll realize like oh everyone is now off doing their own thing now I only have I have no choice but to focus on my own race someone said skipping a semester for your mental health is okay you're still going to get that degree again you're on your own race I think mental health is a huge one of the greater reasons to like take that time and if that time is a semester Go for it, because honestly, you want to make sure that you can remember that you rock, walked across the stage and you have all the sense and you're able to say, like, I was healthy, I was good, and I'm ready to keep going. But And I would say the same about summer internships. Mm-hmm. I know this is a time when people start feeling pressure to do, like, I can't work at a camp again because of that, or, like, I have to do something that's, like, with an accounting firm. And at the end of the day, if you don't have the perfect summer internship and or if you need a break from school, that's okay. If you just want to work at a clothing store and make good money, that's okay. Be a nanny. It's not going to – at the end of the day, one summer isn't going to propel you downwards. You know? Oh, 100%. And sometimes you need that in such a busy season like school. But if you get such a cool opportunity that God can use, that's awesome. Celebrate that. But don't think you have to do it because people say that's the wise thing to do. Wisdom isn't following – what other people say you should be doing or your own five-year plan. Wisdom comes from following God's discernment, you know, and what God wants for you. And I feel like in those four years, you are refining how you listen to God's wisdom, how you figure out what Mm. or discern what his wisdom really is. And like, sometimes we're going to mess up. Sometimes we're going to be like, oh, that actually wasn't from God. That was me thinking with my heart. Hello. Kelly, what do you think is the hardest thing for you, Ben? One, graduating from high school, going into high school, like college. And what do you think the hardest was graduating from college? Going into college, I think the hardest was not comparing, like, what my degree was going to be or not comparing, like, where I'm going to go to school. And I feel as though, again, we itemize what we want to do. We itemize everything, and we want to make sure that we can deliver our five-year plan in, like, one elevator pitch is what my (laughs) principal likes to say. Um, But – and then moving from college and then graduating after, um, honestly – 
being okay with college friendships like kind of dying off or just ending not ever on bad terms but that's just the reality i think that was just weird air. no that's such a good point yeah people don't talk about that a lot that there are people who you're like we're best friends we've done so much together and then you just move to different states and it takes you have to there's you're only gonna be able to keep up with so many of your friends into an excellent way and i think like we have to stop taking things so personally especially when we start doing our own thing like we're on different schedules like i'm sorry we don't live across the hall from each other anymore like we live across different like time zones and like you Mm -hmm. are you know have a new job respecting a baby living with a husband like all of this stuff so i'm not expecting you to like answer your phone and us talk for three hours about nothing when we used or when we were able to do that um but definitely like letting go of those expectations and realizing like friendships they're gonna look differently and that's okay like our love hasn't changed like you're still going to um of course hopefully they come to me when you know things get hard but i'm not gonna expect the every day every moment life update oh totally and i think something i had to learn too um in those areas well one when i graduated high school i did not know did you know how to like did your mom tell you how to do laundry and then i had to do my own laundry like the third grade oh my gosh so different okay (laughs) thank you joy um thank you joy i did not and my mom was like you gotta look over here and i remember i mean then i realized laundry was easier i had to learn the hard way about whites and reds i was like my mom's dramatic and then i was like no she's not everything's pink you know and that is how my favorite color became pink i'm joking but then the one thing I'll never forget, gosh, it's such a funny story. My college roommates remember. I used to think you could put dishwashing soap no, in the dishwasher. No, you did And then I found out this guy I had a crush on, which I called him. I'm going to switch his name. But, okay, let's say his name was Brad. But right. his name wasn't Brad. But uh, we, he was on the rugby team. I'll say that. And we would call him Brad Rugby. Like, every, even he looked at my phone one day. He goes, why is my last name Rugby? Because he was on the rugby so team. Funny. And my friends, so Brad Rugby was one. So when my friends worked at a pizza place, she goes, oh, my God, Brad Rugby's at the pizza place. And so what did I do? I had put the dishes, put the dishwasher liquid, it like soap in the dishwasher, Purposely? closed it, turned it on, ran like a crime scene. Oh my god! Place, like as if I didn't know he was here. And then my other friend dressing gets back, and there's soap coming from yeah, like, the dishwasher. Yeah, it'll literally foam over. She goes, "It's a crime scene." Grace had to run to see Brad Rugby. It was so funny. That's um, amazing. You're like worth it. Good story. The best part is he was dating a Malaysian girlfriend the whole time who was really great like and she came in town she's like i love that y'all are friends but i know you like him I'm like no i don't, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yes i do <laughs> i know but he was a really good friend to me once again someone had feelings me <laughs> i love it um, so you learn how to wash your wash your clothes yeah and so i, I would say that. just like actually listening when your parents start giving you those tips because you will need to learn them Oh, my gosh, yes. Um, and you're, like, one ear and ear out the other. You're, like, whatever, so. I'll figure it out. And you're, like, wait, Mom, wait. You don't do also you do don't want to be the roommate who has a crime scene of soap. Uh, but, Everywhere. luckily, they were patient with me. And But, I mean, going after high school, I think I ran away too much. Like, I, w- I wish I could tell high school you can keep in touch with some people. Like, some of my friends we rekindled recently from high school, and now I'm, like, in some of their weddings, which is great. But there's some girls I had to leave the toxic behind, you right. know? I, I said, adios. And I remember I still would get worked up. I think there was even one girl. She joined an MLM. You know what an MLM is, no. right? You know people sell like shampoo or like beauty oh, products. Yeah, yeah. But it's like from a pyramid scheme. I still <laughs> wanted this girl from high school to like me so much that in college I bought from her MLM to make her happy. Like, oh, you know? Oh, my gosh. And so I, then I look back now and I'm like, okay, if I need to learn one thing from that transition from high school to college, it's okay to let people go and push people out. And it's not that you're pushing them out for – 
like anything like I've like you're being mean you can still give love and grace but like they didn't deserve to be my next you know because they weren't going where I was going you know oh 100% so I think understanding that but then also when I think about college experience and graduating from that I think don't be afraid to walk towards the people you want to be like look at those like even if you never had Christian friends go to that church ask those girls to hang out with you find friends who you want to be like because that's in post-grad you will become the people you surround yourself with Oh, definitely. And I think some girls said um, college is not the end all be all. And I feel as though we write off, you know, who we who our friends were, all of that. It's like they were this, they were that, they were that. And we do the same thing to ourselves. I was this. So we want to carry that into. Yeah, I was that top sorority girl. Yeah. And when in reality, it's like no no, one gives a frick. We're going to move on. You're still growing as everyone else is. And I think a big thing for me personally, I have reached out to people who I spent four years, you know, going to classes with walking walking the halls and then I think like what last year um a friend and I we just got coffee and it's like why weren't we friends in college like and we just had an honest conversation I thought you were this I thought you were that it's like oh we were way off and we actually grew from our um I guess Mm. I don't know what people thought we were um but college is not the end-all be-all we're still growing we're still on our own path and I think it's super cool that like we get to I guess recreate ourselves, reinvent ourselves, but oh, step like, into who was it recently and said there's always a time for a rebrand. And Ooh, I think always a time me for a being a party girl in college, if you're the party girl now and I tried to get out of it in college and I was out of it, but the issue is a lot of people still viewed me that way. Yeah. I moved states and I will say I, n- I never forgot. Did I ever tell you the story with one of the pastors at First Orlando who had gone to Baylor on like my first week interning there before my senior year? You know, I'm away from my stereotype and my sorority. He literally in front of everyone first goes um, so you were, you're a Pi Phi Baylor. So I mean, you're blonde athletic. Like what sport did you play? Like you're popular. You did this. And I remember being like, Basically I just literally like- said, I just came a thousand miles away to go to an internship. I don't want to hear my sorority stereotypes. And this was like a pastor. And oh he, he gosh. later, he later in front of everyone said, Hey Grace, do you have any walk of shame stories? Um, I remember you telling me that one. That was so, harsh. Honestly, literally. It's like, it's hard because people are going to want to bring up your past, but in reality it's like, I mean, Grace, I feel like you've done a great job with it of like stepping into like who you are becoming. And I think people just have to see that you have to like, I mean, and you don't have to prove yourself. I think it's easy post-grad to start thinking you have to prove yourself because your LinkedIn feels that way. Your resume, you want all the hometown bullies to see that you've really made it, you know. But at the end of the day, just live your life. Don't focus right, it's on it's gonna come yourself. naturally. You don't really have to ever, you know, prove yeah. yourself of who you're gonna be. But at the end of the day, you're going to step into it naturally. Yeah, I mean, like my first kiss lady just DM me again recently. <laughs> <laughs> they always come they back. They always come and back. I have to prove myself. He I realized, love it. and he like, you know, those are the things that you laugh at. So all the high schoolers listening, I remember being like, I was a junior in high school, like oh, so heartbroken. He said some mean stuff about me. After I kissed, he was kissed me and he was done. And now I'm like, haha, here there is these DMs. I wasn't even focused on him. The minutes, the years you forget about those people. They you come just, yeah. crawling back. And so they just, you do. don't have to prove yourself to them. I think they can always see happiness and joy. And they want that happiness and joy. And it's not because they're bad people and they're trying to get anything from you. But they realize that you're doing great without yeah. them. Oh, yeah, definitely. And another girl, she was actually talking about partying and that whole scenario of, who you are and all of that and she says that everyone out partying is only doing it because they because they think that they should not because they want to yeah i think that's a huge thing because it's like you step in as an 18 year old 19 year old 20 year old and you're like okay this is what everyone's doing i'm just gonna follow suit when in reality you really don't have to and especially after high school like i think even like there's people i knew and trusted who were like partying's part of college culture you have to and i will say at the end of the day 
I'm not one of those people who's going to be like, it's so not always fun. Because I'll be honest, even some of those sinful moments, they were fun. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to. There was, but then there would be those nights that I wake up with so much regret and her cringy drunk text eating $200 in Taco Bell, not literally, but figuratively. And I felt like the worst I've ever been. And I'm like, that's not fun, you know? So sin may be fun for a second, but it's not going to be fun long term, you know? And it's and definitely not bearing the fruit that you want. So realizing that early on oh, and no. saying like, oh, like I don't have to do these things. I don't have it to take shots. Any fruit. Oh my Even gosh, if a yeah. Girl, there's always like someone said recently, there's always the pushers at party. I wish I knew oh, that in high school. Yes. The people are like, take the shot. That used to be me. I'd be like, yeah, Jagger. Do it, yeah, do, Jagger. It, do it, do that, it, I know. It. People are like, Grace, that was you. I'm probably. But don't fall for the pushers. You don't have to drink the alcohol. It doesn't make you less cool. And yeah, a lot of people doing that are just thinking this is what college is about. And if you think that's what college is about, you're going to miss out on some real blessings. All right. So we're talking about college and we're talking about, you know, how we what are the things we wish we knew? How do we transition out? What are your what are your go to's? How do you what advice would you give? Okay, my first advice is when before you move to a new city, if you're moving to a new city or even back home, write down three churches, like research them. Write down three churches you're going to try. Because if you don't create a plan, you won't do it. And so I think it's so easy to stop going to church, even if you were a good church girl in college. Even if you didn't go to church in college, go ahead and research the area, write down three churches, and make a plan. Another thing I would say is community is something you have to create. We've said that before, but you're going to have to feel like the awkward middle schooler asking people lunch. Make your Saturdays about getting lunch with other girls. It's so important for you not to start looking to date people immediately. I mean, if someone comes in your lap and if it happened when you quote-unquote least expect it, you know, power to you, Elizabeth. Power to you. But at the same time, look for girlfriends. You need girlfriends. And it helps also, like, if it's just watching The Bachelor together at first and then, like, it you starts later off have, small. It doesn't have to be. It could be a wine night on, like, you'd be like, hey, guys, it could be a book club, not even a Christian book club. Just something. Find similarities and have people and just make good girlfriends and oh, create yeah. it. And um, we took Instagram for this one, too. And one of y'all said, be gentle with yourself. Know that there is uncomfortable or it gets uncomfortable. Um, in the transitions, and that's okay. And I think it's always, like Grace said, like you're in that middle school awkward phase again. And I think it's just so true, and it's so real of like, it's just going to be awkward, and it's going to be just for a season. Um, but you're not going to regret that, and it's just going to be one of those um, moments where you look back and you're like, remember when I first texted you, and now we're best friends forever, and all that Honestly, stuff? Honestly, if you look at, I saw so many college girls, I was like, how'd you meet his roommates? Like, oh my gosh, we were on the Facebook page. And then <laughs> it was like, you like, I like sushi too. Wow, you're a oh cheerleader. Oh my gosh. So crazy, Tina. But I will say also in post-grad, yeah, you're going to have to do that. And if someone doesn't want to be your friend, like there's so many people I meet. I joke that, like, I've been hitting great social media stats, but me and my friend Ramsey sometimes go through a list of asking people to hang out with us. We're like, want to wanna go get ice cream with us tonight? <laughs> and then we're like, no, next, no, no next. next. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I can, like, it shows you that in this world that even me, someone, it's so hard to convince some people to hang out with me. Um, but I can't, I don't have to take these no as, like, offensive, you know? Mm-hmm. If someone is too busy for me, fine, that's okay. I will always be happy because of who I am and whose I am, not because I've convinced people to be my best friends. And I think we've idolized shows like Friends and New Girl, and that's, like, really cool. But, like, you may not have a group of five squad that you're doing everything with, you know? You may have, like, four girls who all live in different parts of your city who all love you, and, yeah, you can bring them together, but their personalities don't mesh well. But you get lunch with each of them once a month, and that gives you life. You know, and I think those moments are like pivotal for you to start like those new habits of whether it's going on runs, whether it's finding a gym, um, figuring out your quiet time schedule, like in those moments of transition, it's mm-hmm. pivotal to like get that nailed in now because like that's just going to become a rhythm just right after that. 
um, and anchoring yourself in the Lord and realizing like, okay, like God, like what are you teaching me now? Like you might not need a community immediately, but the reality is we need God constantly. Mm. So like in those moments, we recognize that like, okay, I'm not lonely. I'm, I don't, I'm just not with people. Walking with the Lord, he's brought me to this moment. I can look to this and see it as a great blessing to just spend more time with him. And then as the time comes, he'll bring me the community that I need to be in. Um, I think it's just it's so important to recognize that like as soon as you realize like you're in that transition to get those mm. habits in. Okay, also on a separate note of habits that aren't spiritual, I feel like I was not prepared for like eating lunch. Like that sounds silly. Well, like, you know, like, like cooking meal prepping. And, oh, I'm, I suck at it. I'm the worst and at I, it. And I still need to get better. And so if there's one thing I can tell you, practice that grilled chicken and rice. Like grilled chicken Ooh. and rice will save you avocado, bell pepper, like things like that. And if you're living with roommates, make dinners together. It's just so much easier. Um, but it's so easy to get into a fast food train post-grad. I don't oh, think people, so especially hard. when you're a single girl and like it's just you. I mean, Chick-fil-A knows me too well. Oh, PDQ is mine. They know <laughs> my like, order. And so I roll up and they're like, yep, two piece. And I'm like, you already know. And it's just so hard. I think like a lot of times um, we just are going to say, okay, next week, next week, next week. Mm. Um, with I'll go grocery shopping. I'll go grocery week. shopping next week. Or you week. get the vegetables and you don't want to ever cook the Brussels sprouts. You know, like I love Brussels sprouts, but it's so much work to put it in when I could Uber eat something. Oh, we can just Uber eat it. Yeah, I feel like with all of these like meal subscriptions, it's kind of like worth it. My sister, she was telling me about it. And I'm like, honestly, I might look into that. Um, but definitely get, a make a plan coming. for it. This is not an ad, guys, because I'm not going to say the brand because they should pay me. I mean, I've avoided it for a little bit because I did the free thing and I've been skipping every week, but I'm doing it again. But yeah, honestly, my first time I did one of those meal subscriptions, it actually helped me a lot because it taught me I could cook. Like I was You're scared like, to cook. Wait, I got this. I'm like, and then I was like, I could just buy this stuff at the grocery store and they don't have to ship it to me and I can still make it, you know? And so I think find Pinterest is your friend, find recipes, like make more and then eat leftovers and Make a plan for what you're eating because at the end of the day, if you start putting crappy crap in your body, then you're going to feel like crap. And so you are literally what you eat as in like if you eat like crap every day of the week because your nine to five is hard. So make a plan for, yes, your spiritual health, your, your social health, but also your physical health. And even that includes finding an active hobby. I feel like people don't talk about that, whether it's a bar class, whether it's a dance class, we whether it's bar. walking with friends. Now there's. Oh, we of, love long walks. Have you heard of like the new Instagram? It's like city girls who walk. No, that's Did you so know Abby cute. Smith from camp? Yeah. So she started a DC one. And so she's got like a hundred people coming to her. If you're in DC, go to City Girls Who Walk to DC. And she just, br everyone brings their dogs. If they have one. They all go walking together. I and love And they get lunch that. after. That's and so, so that's, sweet. and like walking and then meeting friends. Like those are things that are so important. Oh, definitely. And I think that's a great way to handle stress, which is something else I asked y'all about. How do you handle stress? Grace, you talk about three different jobs. Yeah. You're on the go all the time. And I'm literally seeing this girl do and travel every two seconds. How do you handle that's stress? That's really kind. And I sort of think a lot of people look at my life and they think it's like glamorous me writing books, doing podcasts. Like I think someone recently was like, can you start doing YouTube videos of it? And that's when I'm like, I want to, but no, because we don't have the money. We don't have the equipment. We don't, I don't have the freaking hands or time. I, there will be a day, honey. And I want it. Will be I day. want it just as bad as you. <laughs> But I think that's the most important thing of stress. Don't be afraid to say no, even if it feels like, oh, no, but what do we do? We could just put a camera up. But I'm like, if it's not going to be good, I don't want oh, it. Oh, no, know? no, no, yeah. So I haven't be afraid to say no. I'm now going to babysit a little less. I'm really proud of myself because it's so easy when I don't know how much money I'm making from books. And so you're, sometimes your no is your best yes because when you say no, you can say yes to other things. And I think that's like a Lisa Turkers quote. But And I think it's like so a important. huge deal to realize that every second of free time isn't like available to everyone. That doesn't mean just because you have like a day – 
um, just to yourself doesn't mean that's like, okay, now how can I fill that? That's a day for you to keep. Yeah. Saturday, I just did laundry. And like I did, I was like, my room is complete crap. <laughs> and so I, my friend Rachel, who I love, was like, let's hang out. And I was like, Rachel, I love you so much. You know that. But I am on my period. I feel fat. I want to go on a walk. I want to do laundry. Like, and so we will talk today, tomorrow. Oh you my know? gosh. Yes. And you, those are the best friends when they're like, oh, I get it. Like, do not have to explain yourself. If you don't want to yeah. hang out, I don't It has even, nothing to do with explain. you. It's just literally me some me time and also to get my crap together so that's important and I'll say also when it comes to stress like especially for those taking finals right now um I know sometimes you can't bippity boppity do it I have to like I even think of like in high school I had to have a job as a waitress two nights a week in order to start saving for college like you may not be able to get rid of certain things but you can change your perspective during them and you can when you have those 30 minutes, you can actually make it restful, not just scrolling on your phone, you know? Oh, 100%. So if you don't have much time to rest, make sure that that time you have to rest isn't wasted just looking at TikToks, you know? Do something that actually makes you feel rest, like reading a book or reading the Bible, as silly as that sounds, journaling, something that makes you feel better because you can't always control how much time you have, but you can control the time that you do have to rest. And someone else said talking to a therapist. Okay, let me actually restate that. She put in all caps, talking, period, two, period, a, period, therapist, period. Like, this girl wants all yes. of us to know, talk to a therapist, go see someone, a mental health um, specialist, I think. I mean, I don't want to say in this point of our lives, in every point of your life, it is a good time to talk to someone, to see someone, to and that's let it all out. I also want to speak to the girls who aren't financially able to. Sometimes I come, I listen to podcasts and they're like, I love my counselor, my therapist. And I'm like, I have gone to counseling before. And it was because I honestly, guys, I relapsed with my eating disorder post-grad after I wrote a book on insecurity. How ironic, <laughs> like, you know, and I felt so alone and I wanted someone contractually obligated. And my luckily my job at the time had it where that was part of the, you know, they gave you counseling lessons and it was a third party. But I'm also at a place right now where I can't afford that counseling. And so I have mentors that can pour into me. I have to remind myself they're not therapists, but they're people who are willing to listen to me and help me and disciple me. And so I think it's okay if you don't have the money for that now, but at least find people who are on your team you can talk to. Don't treat them like a therapist, but also remind yourself that there are people who want to and if you're not financially able, I don't want you to think that a therapist would be the one thing that cures it. Obviously, there is some things that like you need to talk to your family and ask for certain help if you need that professional help. But also just create people in your life who are supporting you. That's really good. And I and someone else put um, thank God for good things. And I think it's so simple, but like just looking um, at your life through eyes of gratitude it really checks you of where you're at and it's like okay like I am stressful about this or I'm stressful about job thank god that I have a job I'm stressful about like bills or rent like I have a house over my head and I think oh, reframing it is yes. such a big deal well someone is currently praying for something you already have oh that's and that that so quote gets 100%. me because I'm like okay you are hating your job someone is out there interviewing hoping they get a job oh, like yours 100%. even knowing that's gonna suck yes you can still look for another job it doesn't make that that you're not like caring about where you are, but just know that like there's something that you have that someone's praying for. You know, you are single. You know what? Some girls on a toxic relationship trying to get out and thinks, oh my gosh, I'm too old for this. You know, be thankful for what you have. And in post grad, it's easy to always uh, take your prayers and make your prayers about asking God for things and the desires of your heart, but also let your prayers be about worshiping God for what He's done. Even the fact that He gave you Jesus, chill, cheesy but true. If you're not thanking for him that weekly, or, I'm sorry, daily, the fact that he saved you. Hourly. Me, <laughs> weekly. <laughs> Monday morning, here Monday we are, morning. Jesus. You know, but if that's not part of your everyday talk, then, like, you're missing out. All right. And then 
finally, we just asked you guys, hey, what questions do you have for us? Because we do fun little life updates. Um, and then sometimes we're just like, okay, well, what do you guys even want to know? Um, someone asked, this is really cute. I think we talked about this one already. But just for those who are just now tuning in, what made you guys want to make a podcast together? I love this. I love this question because I still get it now where it's like, oh, my gosh, like, why are you on a podcast? Like, how did that even start? I think it's so funny because I always say Grace and I, we have these conversations all the time. And when she's on tour and I'm, I had a lot more free time, I would just like, you know what? Let me just go with you. And we'll mm. just spend hours. That in the was so talking. fun. Yeah. I miss, I miss those days, honestly. Um, and Do then, it again in July and August. Honestly. <laughs> when you're not teaching. Oh, you <laughs> might have me. Um, but it's just so real. It's just like these are conversations her and I have had like for on, like years. And now we're just yeah. talking to Mike. And I think for me, I do so much alone um, in my ministry. I write books alone. I, you know, write my mini books alone. And I think I just got tired of doing everything alone. I think, you know, God doesn't want you to be alone. And everything's more fun with friend. I think in post-grad world, you can do your hobbies alone. And this is kind of a hobby for me right now because it's not making as much money yet. It's kind of really maybe pushing people to my books and stuff. Um but at the end of the day, it's something that is fun for me to do. And it's more fun when I'm not alone. And so whether that is you and working out is something you enjoy, you know, find somebody to do it with you. Like it's going to be 20 times more fun when you're doing this. And I did it alone for a while and it did great. If anything, honestly, I'm not saying this. I think our, we're still building up download ships. It technically did better downloads then because I was always having guests like, hi, whatever. But I'm like, you know what? I want people to get to know me, and I know I'm more me when I'm around Ketley. And so, I know, but I mean it. And so, and I also, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again, Ketley's different than me. And I think, I know I have a lot of little sorority girls who follow me, and I feel convicted that they're hearing from me a little sorority girl, like typical. And Ketley is, like, her family is from, literally, her family was immigrants, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and so, like, I just think you bring such a different, you've challenged me so much in our friendship that I want my readers and people who are listening to be challenged by you and your love, too. Oh, that's so sweet. And I think it's really cool because um, of the different questions that we do get from my community and from your community. We're kind of, like, honestly fusing these two worlds together. And they are such similar questions. It's, like, it's so easy to see differences. And let me be clear, there are differences. Like, you know, you are black. I am white. I am not denying that, you know. Um, Even though our favorite song is Little Mix, Black Magic. And we had to be, like, is this about, like, black girl magic? But, no, it's (laughs) about, like, like magic. (laughs) Spooky, spooky. (laughs) Take a sip of my secret potion. Guys, I love that song. We were jamming to that when we traveled together. But I think just so important to understand that at the end of the day, everyone's searching for something. And there are similarities in those groups. And I want to challenge all my little sorority girls. Like, I, I, that's why I want them to follow Ketley. I want them to see people, women of color, who are being awesome and who are living like Christ and not just follow little white influencers on their feed, you know? So. No, that's really good. And I think, like, we get to bring different perspectives. And I think we, when, you know, people go on your Instagram, people go on my Instagram, we scroll through it and we're like, oh, I got it. You're this, this, and this. And in reality, when, like, you and I start talking, we – realize like oh like i do like a little bit of country boys and that's yeah that's that. my boy. yeah and, and i do one of my i'll tell people here on this podcast something i'm praying about is i curse a lot and like if people don't know that on my instagram and i'm working on it and it gr- it's from growing up in louisiana <laughs> literally like, i was I'll back at it. lsu and i was like i'm back home they like said oh you can say pissed off on stage and i was like wow this is weird um but yeah crazy okay ketley let's do our sponsored posts i feel like we've We've talked to them, but okay, I'm sponsoring this to the professor that 
when I was in college, it's so funny because he ended up having a student who was like a fan of mine. And she was like, you had taught Grace Valentine. And when I was in college, he was like, probably the music I addicted to the Coke really bad because Coca-Cola, by the way, um, <laughs> I would always fall asleep in this class. And he was like, Grace, if you fall asleep again, you will fail this class. Oh my and gosh. So I, it was like a 9 a.m. Not even that early. Now I wake up earlier, but I brought a Coke every morning in the class. You got to. You're not I was failing. writing at night. And so and I didn't fail. And now he has to hear. I remember I visited him recently. I'm like, remember when you like almost failed? Because he's like, yeah, now girls love your books. And oh, like, there you go. Full circle. So honestly, thanks for not failing me, Maxie Parrish. <laughs> um, okay. I think I'm going to sponsor this episode to one of my good friends. Her name is Allie. Um, she's just one of those who I will just like call up and like be in tears of just like being super stressed and just like emotion, just super emotional. And she just like takes it as they come. And I just feel like every single one of us has that go to friend where it's like, I don't even care where they're at, what they're doing. I need to talk to them. I'm just going to weep on the phone with them. Um, she's just been such a good, honestly, like a friend in that area. She's just so ready. It's like, Okay, what, what are you sad about? What do you talk about? She'll speak truth. She'll, she'll speak light. She'll speak God into me. And then I'll just be like, oh, my gosh, like, you're so right. And the next morning she'll check in, and I'll just be like, you know what? That was just me being a little brat. I'm okay now. Or, like, she'll just be like, no, you needed to cry that cry that out. You need to let it out. Um, so I'm sponsoring this episode to you and, honestly, all of the girlfriends who are out there picking up um, our blubbering mess messes and just – Telling wow. us that we're beautiful. I love that. I think everyone needs just a good friend. And that's and biggest tip for like post-grad and going to college is be the awkward friend you need. You know, <laughs> yes. the awkward friends are the best. The ones who are going to be there for your mess. The ones who are going to say it like it is, who aren't afraid to get involved. You know, it's awkward. It's weird. Get it's uncomfortable. But be that friend and ex- look for those friends. Don't look for cool friends. Look for good friends. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the good friends end up being the cool ones. They are. I know. know. I mean, I'm cool, Ketley. You're a cool girl. You're I keep cool. you around. That's why I added to this podcast with Ketley because she was cool. <laughs> We're cool girls. And you guys are all cool for hanging out with us. Another edition of Water Into Wine podcast in the books. Woo-hoo. We love you guys. Don't forget, like comment subscribe all of that good stuff give us attention we love attention we love attention (laughs) tell us we're pretty yay (laughs) if you're a podcast review does not say wow ketley and grace are stunning are stunning (laughs) i'm kidding kidding. don't um but we honestly love when you guys comment it really just fills our bucket and also we love when you help us create new episodes so dm us on water into wine podcast let us know what you want to hear next let us know if there's any interviews you really want us to hear like any perspectives we would love to Yes. So with that being said, have a good night and I'll catch you next time. Bye.